welcome to the Procrastination Sensation, episode 8. Uh, my name is Eric Semino. Uh, today, I am your host, and joining me is, uh, is Mr. Trevor Sheehan. Um, actually, Trevor, the madman, did it. They finally put Minecraft in the Smash Sheehan. Oh, okay. That's my legal name. That's your legal name. I was given that. Legally changed? Did you change it? No, just no, no, like... I didn't, no. I didn't change it. That's, like, no. on my birth certificate. Like, my parents oh. just, like, foresaw, like... They just looked Some into the future. Omen. Yeah, it's kind of like a like ancient Mayan like calendar type prediction thing that they were like, if okay. we make him if we make his middle name this, they'll put it'll happen eventually. Yeah, even though I don't think Smash existed yet. Your but... parents did a lot of predicting, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. They also uh, predicted bad things, so <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> don't ask me what my sister's middle name is. But... Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is a podcast. It is a podcast. People a sometimes podcast. listen. This is a podcast where we just talk about things we like. Um, you know, yeah, that really a, is what it is. Yeah. It's not like we're like serving a purpose in society. No. We just talk we just about have, things we think are cool and, and things we're doing. I'll talk about things I don't think are cool, Eric. Okay. Like Super Mario Sunshine. But before we jump into it, yeah, I do want to say uh, last week's episode that went up uh, today... Um, was with Nick, and uh, I was thinking this, like, earlier today. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever Nick has been on so far, I feel like, um, do you know, like, certain podcasts, they have, like, two or three hosts or whatever, and then there's, like, the producer who occasionally will chime in, but mostly sits on mute the whole time? Yeah. So that's, that's what Nick I was. feel like when Nick is on our podcast. Oh, you feel like that person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. and Nick are just driving the conversation, then I just chime in every now and then. Yeah, so you, you've officially been demoted, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. To producer. Yeah. Nick is uh, Nick's Nick. Nick is Nick. That's Nick is Nick. There's no Nick other way night. around it. Yeah, Nickelodeon at night. Remember that shit? <laughs> dude, Nick Tim, at night was the, the goat. Was George Tim the Lopez Man Taylor? Oh, don't even get me started on that. Dude, uh, every oh, time they flash my. back to when they were kids, uh, and then they just had George's head on like a kid's body. What are you talking about? Did you ever watch the George Lopez show? Yes. T- how has your brain successfully repressed this? Anytime <laughs> they did like flashbacks to their childhood, it would be like their adult heads like superimposed onto like a child's body. Whoa. And it would be like George Lopez's head on like a, like a small child. And it's you know, disturbing. Now that you mention it, I am starting to picture it in my head a little bit. Yeah. But I think I, I, think I did repress this. I think they did that so they could set the technology into place so that George Lopez's role in Shark Boy and Lava Girl could be like its full potential. Oh right, he was just a giant head in that, wasn't he? Well, he was the teacher, and then he yeah. becomes like a giant head with like electrical plugs on it. Because I believe his name was Mister Electric, which is just like not a last name. Nope. Do you want? It's just a uh, collection of letters. So last night I was talking to one of my roommates about the Assassin's Creed movie. All right. Okay. And I was thinking about how Michael Fassbender was in it. And I, like, kind of just noted to my roommate, like, have you ever thought about how, like, and I doubt you have, but have you, ever th- have you ever thought about how, like, you've just never heard the last name Fassbender anywhere else? I feel like every now and then I'll read, a, especially with uh, what I do for work, like, when I'll just be looking at a list of, like, people's names. Yeah. For people who don't know, I do sales, so I just call people, and so I look at lists of people's names all the time. But whenever I just look at a list, I'll just, like, look at someone's name, specifically last names, and be like, that's not a real person. 
Yeah, there's like just a, like so many that are like that's like what are what is this supposed to like how do I pronounce this what is this supposed to say? Yeah, like, they're just like not names. <laughs> is it just like an auto-generated list of like? So I mean, it depends. Uh, some of it is like leads that are collected from online, oh, okay. um, but yeah, it it really depends. So that opens my eyes to like when I get random phone calls. Yeah. That there's so probably, like, like, an Eric on the other end. When you get random phone calls and emails, um, it's probably because a company sold your data. Okay. So. I love that. Yeah. So, like, like, when, like, if you sign up for something, like, with, like, your email, and then you just get random emails from some random website, it's because, like, a different thing you signed up for with your email was, like, was essentially selling your data. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, like, it's to, really I fun. like to think about that a lot when I look at my yeah. um two my two AOL accounts I have. You have two? Yeah, because one was like my like name with my like I know I'm just like gonna out my email right now, probably. It's some mm-hmm. variation on my name, but then I was twelve when I made it, so it just says twelve at the end. Right. And it's not like that's like my birthday or something, so like I've always felt like, oh, people are going to know I was 12 when I made this, even though there's really no, like... Yeah. Well, like, my... You have, like, a 44 in there. Yeah, my main one is was with a 44, which yeah. is... It's just, like, like 4 was... The, when I made, like, my Xbox account and stuff, 4 was just the number I wore in soccer that year. So I just yeah. put, like, my gamer tag, I just made it ERC44, because I was like, 1-4 seems like too few numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that's not enough numbers. I gotta add another one. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Buzz, like I get that mentality where you're like, yeah. you need a big number. Mm-hmm. So I, so on the other end of that spectrum, I just did twelve. And so at some point, I made another email that didn't have the number twelve in it or like my age. So I didn't feel like I was gonna out myself for being a little child when I made it. Yeah. And I have this like it, this. Honestly, there could be like a day I feel like where I could just. So like suss the shit out and fix it but like i have signed up for stuff with either or email if that and makes sense known. and i'm not sure which one i have yeah. like at one point i was just signing up for accounts with like my first one yeah. so that i would get all that like spam shit into an account i don't use I, but then see, there'd be sometimes I, where i would sign up with the other one and now my life's just like a mess and i, I don't know what i'm issue, signing for yeah but it it is like i have had an email like, I had an old email that I used in, like, middle school yeah. and then part of high school, and it came to a point where I had, like, thousands of emails in that inbox, and this mm-hmm. was, like, in high school, so I stopped using it and made a new one. And then, yeah. like, I, like I, so now I just have, like, whenever I have to go log into an account, I'm like, okay, I made this account eight years ago. Which email did I use? Yeah, that's, and exa- so, that's like, the exact issue I fall yeah. into. yeah. And it's just and hell. I don't know it sucks. what. I, don't I think know everyone what. has multiple emails, and they're just like, I think this is a, a pretty common issue. Yeah, I feel like if someone only has had one email their whole life, like they're hiding something. Yeah, they're More hiding insidious. their other email because they like. No, 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 no. no. They're just hiding because I got, I got what you're saying. I just feel like there are people out there that do have just one singular email account, and that's how it's always been. But but mm-hmm. what they're hiding is that they like to like wear people's skin as a mask oh i thought it was like they're hiding their email address because like that's the one they signed up for a porn account with no they have like insidious like deep dark like 
dark secrets, Eric. Okay. Other than a, than a porn email, like they're uh, like. That's a pretty dark secret. I, they're like I have they're they're like I have killed. Is Ooh. what they're saying. I was thinking in my mind where I was like, I'm saying on something that's going to go up in the internet, the phrase I have killed. And I was like, I don't know, five years from now where we're going to be with technology, but I hope that I don't get like a drone that just puts me out, you know, because <laughs> it like heard that and it knows yeah. it was me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of things that are dark. Yeah. The opposite of dark is sunshine. Yep. And Mario Sunshine, I beat it. <laughs> uh... I want to say I beat it the day after we recorded last time. Okay. Then the following day, I must have. And I, by God, that that game is not good. Don't you dare talk bad about Mario Sunshine, the, the game final, that I will probably never beat. The final level, like up to the boss, is like difficult ass platforming. Like it's ass platforming. If you know what I'm saying. Bad, like bad. And in two ways, like in two ways. It's just yeah. like, it's like a, it's like a bad, I know this is, this is like the euphemism just keep going, but it's like a bad ass, but not bad ass. It's a bad ass. Yeah. I get you. I got yeah, you. And it just, and Catching it's like, your drift. but it's like challenging. You're like, Ooh, this is fun. And also you have floods. So the game's not just broken, but mm-hmm. then the final boss is so like conveniently easy. Dude, every Every boss, I feel like, in Mario is just very easy. Especially, like, in Mario Sunshine, all you have to do is spray them with water, and then you jump on their head, and that's the boss fight for all of, like, every boss fight in the game. Yeah, I mean, like, when you fight, like, a big, the big squids, like, five times throughout the game, because they were, like, eh. They're inking everywhere. They're at least, like, it's easy to get hit by them, I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. But, like, the final boss, like... It's so hard to get hit by them, if you get what I'm saying. Like, it's just, like, the most, like... It's, like, easy to avoid him. It's also that you have, like, what I, like, probably, like, I I don't don't think I've done, like, the actual counting of it, but I think it's probably, like, eight life, or life meter points, or whatever on your, like, meter, the little sun things. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Galaxy, you only have three, but Sunshine, like, you got, like, all those, and I don't think I, like, came close to dying. Like yeah. You didn't start playing that like a- that music that just instills fear in you. Yeah. You know, when you're like, uh oh, Mario's hurt. <laughs> the like beeping or whatever. Yeah, I will say though that it came to my mind when I was talking about the squids that there is like one actual boss battle that's like challenging. Not super hard or like not super easy to die to in a way. It's just time consuming. Yeah. Because it's one? very easy. It's like the one where you're like literally like spread. It's a big eel underwater. And you're, like, cleaning its teeth, and it's fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, that's literally, it's a big PSA to brush your teeth. Like, Like Flood just keeps saying shit to you, and it's like, boy, if you say it's bad when there's a PSA about teeth brushing? Because it sucks, Eric. I'm not, what I'm not talking about is even after we were done last week, because you have to, to unlock the final level, you have to get to, you have to complete episode seven on every level. Which mm-hmm. is always the one where you have to chase Shadow Mario, and it takes like two seconds because it's yep. so easy compared to the rest of it. And like, so I, I think the day that I beat it was literally just me grinding out all these levels. I only did like two of the episodes in because you didn't really have to. Yeah. And it's just like the amount of ones that you have to do the floodless levels on. To, to require to get to the final level, which I have been led to believe that those were all just kind of like extra shines in a lot of cases. 
Yeah. But those are there's a lot of them that are required to required, get to the final yeah. level, and there's some that are just insidiously terrible. And just frustrating. I don't know what to tell you, man. I know what to tell myself. It's that you never have to play that game ever again, Trevor. And you now have the right to tell people it's bad. I'm happy for you then. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> because I've been my whole life been like, that game just doesn't look that cool. And then now it's like, it isn't. Well, maybe do you think maybe you're a little biased going in because you thought it was bad already? Um, let's not bring logic into this. Don't try to don't try to sorry. be like a therapist in this. All right. Yeah, sorry about that. I oh yeah no you should be because what I was gonna say is that like the other two games are just so much better already. I, I feel like that's why I, I haven't was played any of the other ones yet. Galaxy is so good. Galaxy is way easier, but it's not even like I'm bad at video games because. Uh, I'm not. I'm, like, okay <laughs> at video games. I would say, like, in full seriousness, it's not that Sunshine is, like, super hard. It's just that, like, the core mechanics revolve so much around Flood that any level they take away Flood from you. Yeah. Shouldn't, the fact that those are, like, the challenge levels where it's just harder platforming in general is just, like... Yep. It's just a disconnect. It's a nuisance. It's like, yeah, and it's just kind of, like, a lot of times you die from the camera... Or the fact that Dude, Mario... the camera movement in that game was bad. Yeah, I mean, in all could, three like, of those games, I'm going to be honest, like, yeah, the camera's like, well, you can control the camera, like, decently well in Sunshine, honestly. Sunshine's yeah. probably the one that, like, has the best camera control, but that's, like, still not that good. Because yeah. 64 is just sucks, and then Galaxy's, like, sometimes it lets you just move to the left and right, and then sometimes huh. it's, like, supposed to be, like, a locked-in camera angle. Kind of like the old God of War games or something like that where they don't want you to look yeah. around. I will say, because I don't really have too much more to say about Mario in general, but when I was uh, when we were watching the debate the other night... Oh, boy. One of my, we were watching someone's laptop, and one of my roommates was playing uh, Galaxy on, on the TV, and I pointed out to him that if you... like, Because if you press... I don't think I even ever did this when I played Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy when I was younger was if you press up on the stick, it does, like, a first-person view. And I really? pointed out to him how, like, existentially, like, frightening it is in most, even in, like, the happiest-looking levels when you, like, go into the first-person view and see what Mario is seeing right now. <laughs> and it's, like, deeply unsettling. Yeah, Which, sounds... granted, he he was in, like, the some desert level, and when you looked up, there was just, like, a giant sand planet with, like, big black holes in it, and it's, like, Mario, <laughs> that's just above Mario right now. Like, when you look up right now, you see the sky. Right now, Mario, if he looks up, he sees death. Yep. And, like, you don't see death when you look at the sky, so that's, like, a Minotaur-type situation, I feel like, for me, where, <laughs> okay. like, if you looked up and saw, like, a black hole, you would just get, your brain would give up. Yeah, well, no one's ever seen a black hole before. Not that they, no one that hasn't been able to live and tell the tale. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but I know what you were trying to say. <laughs> yeah, if, that, if that's any uh, a consolation. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so that's all I really have to say for my uh, Mario experience. I see that you yeah. haven't played it since last week. No, I have not. I haven't touched it since uh, like Friday. Yeah. I just, just um got distracted by other things. So I noticed you have a mafia on here. Yes. Uh How's that? really want I did really want to talk about that. Alright, um, good. So Mafia two. 
I think mm-hmm. I've said, I might have said this before in this podcast, but Mafia 2 is one of my favorite games ever. Um, yeah, because it has the porn in it. it that's your, exactly your the only dog. reason why. <laughs> little horn dog. The only reason why I like playing that game. Definitely yeah. not the gameplay or the story. I think the uh, demo had like six of them it had in five, it. please. It had five? Okay, sorry. Amateur. To be fair, I downloaded the demo like when that became like a cognizant thing of our demographic, and I looked at it and I was like, Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, this is not this is I cool, think, but like, <laughs> I, I think I um, I think at the time, yeah, at the time I was I had made my Xbox account my actual age, so I couldn't actually download that game. Oh. So I think I created a second account with one of my two emails, yep. so that I could download and play the demo. Okay, there you go. So, uh, but start them yeah. young. Mafia one. Yep. Uh, very fun. Uh, it's a little, the controls are a little weird, the voice acting wasn't very good, um, but overall the game is really good, the story is really good. Did you beat um, it? I did, I beat it. Okay. I, it was like, uh, I, I beat it in like less than 10 hours. Oh, okay. But honestly, hey, I'm gonna, hot take right now. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. 10 to 15 hours is the ideal length for a video game. Yeah, I feel like I agree in most cases. Yeah. Like, I feel I th- like there's still a place for, like... For a 20-hour, like, 20, 40-hour experience, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, so Cyberpunk is an exception to the rule. Yeah, because you I feel like The Witcher's probably about, an exception. You always talk about Cyberpunk. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> He's Huge talking about it again, fan. everyone. <laughs> I will say, though, today I did see, a, uh, like, a 30-second ad Commercial? that was, like... It was, like, one of the ads that gets, like, posted on IGN, so it's not like... you're. I'm assuming you would get it as, like, a mid-roll YouTube ad, but yeah, it's enough where it's just being posted out, right? I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's just, like, live-action Keanu Reeves just, like, talking about cyberpunk. I have not seen that yet. And he's like, I forget the exact quote. All right, so let me set the scene for you. It's literally just Keanu Reeves, like, getting into, like, a dope, like, Lamborghini-looking car, and it's, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like neon ominous stuff and i think he says oh and also uh bad guy by billy eilish is playing in the background oh good good and he i'm pretty sure he says something along the lines he's like fuck he's like he's like what makes i know i'm gonna butcher it and it's definitely not exactly what the quote is but something along the lines of like what makes a criminal a criminal and then just like does a hard zoom onto his face he's like getting caught (laughs) and then he just like gets into a dope car it's like something like that where i know like the it's like something about like a criminal is only a criminal if they get caught or something like that and then they just like cut in gameplay but it's still not enough gameplay where i'm like i feel like we still haven't seen a lot of this i mean are you saying like there just hasn't been a lot of gameplay of the game they did show i know they did have like a lot of people like play the first like like the first hour 40 minutes or something yeah that might also be one of those things where i just genuinely didn't care enough to watch it and then in my mind i'm like they haven't shown anything yet yeah you just haven't sought it out but it's like out there somewhere probably yeah yeah i haven't really watched much on it either i'm still gonna buy it it's gonna be a a a fun game i think yeah i like the witcher is one of my favorite games of all time that i've only gotten like a tenth of the way into it is what yeah. i'll say i've barely I've, ever played the witcher i've like i bought it right when it came out just because uh i don't know if it got let me see i want to just see quick this is my google this is my google for the show uh i want to see i remember it was just because of the reviews okay 
I know IGN gave it a 9.3. I wasn't I didn't think they gave it a 10 because um I feel like I've been I'm pretty like aware of what games, games have gotten 10. 10s over time, yeah. especially IGN. But yeah. I remember it just getting a 9.3 and I knew nothing about the series and I was like, "Yeah, I'll just buy this right now." And I uh remember I like played it when it came out and it like blew my mind cuz I was like, "This is like Skyrim, but there's actual like but- good and no thought bugs. that goes to it yeah it. like that first time have you played it at all yeah okay so like that first part where you like hunt like a griffin or whatever yep i remember just being like this is awesome yeah and then a, it's a really fun game and i've like i don't know if i've told this story on here before but because i like fell off probably other stuff came out and like i just fell off tried to p- pick it up play it again or whatever and the time that I, like, finally was like, all right, I'm going to recommit to this. It was, like, I'm assuming, like, if you've, you've gotten, like, a decent a wet part, a decent length into the game, at least, right? I Because, granted, this is still early on in the story. But it's, like, when you, like, go into some, like, underground, like, catacomb place with some, like, witch woman. I definitely, I don't think I even made it that far, dude. Okay, because, like... It's, like, one of the first times that it's, like, a long mission that you're in an area that's not just, like, the overworld. So you're not, yeah. like, really freely able to go do get the, like, commodities that you would require or anything like that. Right. And I remember, like, by the time I got through it, and it's, like, it's probably, like, an hour-ish of, like, hard fights. And then there's, like, a really hard boss battle at the end. And I remember when I beat it, like, my swords were, like, broken or whatever. Like, didn't have, like, any durability left on them all my shit like i'm all beat up i don't have any like health items yeah and the like witch woman's like hey like we're done here with what you decide you want to do but like i've heard that if we go like a little bit deeper there's like a cool magic lamp in here that we could go find do you want to like maybe go do that and i was like all right whatever i'll just like say yes and then like leave go repair all my stuff and then and come, come back, back. Yeah. And like right when, because because also granted at this point she's like the exit's right over there, or you could just we <laughs> keep going. And I was like, all right, I'll just it's like an op- it's like an opening out of here. So I'm like, I'm because you I'm pretty sure you have to enter via a portal or something. So okay. I was like, oh, this is this is just back to the overworld. Like, okay, fix my shit, come back. Right when I walk out, it says like quest failed or whatever. That and I was oh, like, well, no. that doesn't seem no. So I was like, I I was like, I don't know. It didn't seem like it was like a main quest, even though you have multiple main quests at the time. I was like, it's whatever. And so like that weekend, I was working, and there was a kid, a kid a year younger than us that I would always talk to, and I think I mentioned to him that I was playing that game, and he like had beaten it like a hundred percent, not like hundred percent completed, but he beat the main story. The story, yeah. And I was casually talking to him about it, and I mentioned that mission I just finished, and I was like, so like hype because he was telling me how many different endings there are, things like that. Yeah. And he go and I so I ask him I go so like that mission when I beat it like and they tell you she tells you to go find this lamp with her or whatever and he's like yeah and I was like so hypothetically if I didn't do that like how does that outcome the ending or affect the outcome yeah. or the ending of the game and he goes oh like a couple million people die of a plague oh my <laughs> and god like, and I was like even though this is a video game world and I'm not like it's not like not immersive but i'm not like invested in it in most open world games at least right i still was like oh, i gotta restart this game because <laughs> i was also like maybe six hours in and i and from that point on i've done like i've restarted it like twice because i didn't play it for a long time and then i came yeah. back and i still tell myself one day i'm gonna play through it and we like we're literally and not that there's a ton of games coming out soon 
like rare in the immediate future that I particularly care about or I'm super yeah. excited for. And like, especially over the summer, there wasn't really like anything. And I had all that time I could have played it. Like, I don't know. I think one day, one day I'll get there. Years from now. Yeah, like That's... when it's backwards compatible on the PS6. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, one of the games I'm currently playing, uh, yes. which is Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... I never really, I like played it at a friend's house like every now and then, but never really got into any of the Arkham games. Uh, oh, I don't so know you haven't played experience. the other ones at all? No, so I don't know how much experience you have with them, but I... Oh, I played uh, all of they them. They were all on sale for like 20 bucks for like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just bought it on Steam and I've just kind of been, I just started Arkham Asylum the other day after I beat Mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I've played a few hours and I'm just kind of making my way through it. How far in are you? Um, I, I haven't gotten Commissioner Gordon yet back. He is currently being held by, uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker. Oh, so okay. I'm like, I'm, I've like gone outside. Like, like I said, I'm at pretty early in the game. Uh-huh. Uh, the last thing I remember You fought any of the, like, villains yet? No. Okay, so you're, you are pretty early on. Yeah, I'm, I'm very early. Cause there's like, that game has, oh, dude. There's, like, parts in that game that are still, like, just awesome to me. I'm not yeah. obviously going to spoil anything because there's stuff that's, like, dope. But a, there's a sequence where you have to collect, like, a fungi or something in the sewers. That whole sequence is, like, fucking awesome. And that probably just sounds like it's, like, what do you mean? You're just going to collect some fungus in the mm-hmm. sewers. But uh, trust me. It's, like, it's probably, it's, like, it's kind of like a non- boss battle where it's not like inherently a boss battle per se but it is at the same time and it's just like one of those times that series just has like i'm sure you've probably heard about the mr freeze boss battle in city in arkham city that's like the one that people like truly because it's like there are boss battles in that franchise where it is very much like especially in origins the one that uh wb montreal did yeah that one has the most of them, but, like, every game has at least, like, a couple of the boss battles where it's very much just, like, a supervillain in the middle. They have a big health bar. Like, find your openings. There's something in the environment you have to do to be able to hit them. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Mr. Freeze one was the one where they basically said, like, okay, we do have, like, the hand-to-hand combat in this series, and it's, like, people like it. It works really well. But we also have, like, the stealth mechanics that people also really enjoy, so... How can we make a boss battle that's, like, entirely stealth? And that's, like, the Mr. Freeze one. And it's still, I still think to this day, is, like, one of the coolest boss battles of all time. Because it's just, like, the different ways you can attack enemy from stealth. Like, and you basically just can only hurt him by stealth attacking him. And every time you use a different method in the environment to stealth attack him, he, like, freezes that stuff over. And you have to, like, think of the other ways you can hurt him. And I yep. think there's there's probably, like, there's, like, 12 or so ways you can do it. And if you play it on the hardest difficulty, you have to, like, use all 12. And it's, like, it's awesome. But, yeah, I'm, I really am looking forward to playing the other ones because I've heard that, like, the next two are the really good ones. So did it include Origins? I think it did. Okay, because when they did the Return to Arkham collection for the current gen of consoles, it was only the first two. Let me check. And then they 
released a bundle at some point on console, I know. Because it, still, there's no way to play Origins on the current con consoles. But I know at one point on console, they released a collection that included Arkham Knight, like the newest one. Yep. But Oh, I oh no, it's only our, uh, Asylum, City, and Knight. Yeah, you're you're fine. Origins is not... It's not awful. People, like, shit on it for no yeah. reason. But I thought it's fine. Like, it's not the best. I think that it's definitely the weakest story. Yep. But, I don't know. It's definitely the weakest of them all, but the those core three... Knight, and people also rag on Arkham Knight a lot, which was the one on this gen. And I mm -hmm. think it's perfectly fine. It's the one with the Batmobile, and people hate it. Yep. But... I'm excited for you because those are like. I'm yeah. I'm like looking forward to playing these. City is definitely the best, but Asylum is also is probably like a close second if I'm gonna be honest. Okay. But yeah. Uh, pretty dope though. And then the only other game I've been playing is Payday Two. I don't oh, know yeah. if you've ever played it. I played it like a little bit. I think it was yeah. The second one I think was free on PlayStation at some point. I used to play it all the time on 360. I got it as soon as it came to the Xbox One. Uh, one of my friends, the friend who I used to play it with all the time, who I played with the most, I should say, um, he just got like a gaming PC. Mm -hmm. So essentially, essentially what happened is the game went on sale for 99 cents months ago. Yeah. And uh, I essentially was like, all right, I'm buying this. And I bought it for him for 99 cents. And I was like, I know you can't play this yet because it's only on Windows because he only had a Mac. Uh, but as soon as you get a PC, we're playing that. And so we got a PC and we've been playing it like crazy. Oh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I was just curious for a second when I was thinking about uh that game because it definitely was PlayStation uh PlayStation Plus like free one month. Yeah, and I was just curious. I just looked quickly uh because I remember I looked the other day because usually they announce what the PlayStation Plus games are a couple days before like they come out which is always the first tuesday of every month yeah inside of curiosity well you were talking about payback i just or payday there you go uh the reason the reason i just fucked that up is because i if in case anyone is curious the free games for october 2020 are uh -oh. need for speed payback okay which is how i fucked that up and vampire with a y which i think that was like a weird game that people like reviewed well I've but heard no good one things. talked about i've heard good isn't that like a series i've heard pretty good things about that series yeah i want to see because i know there's like two because there's vampire like masquerade uh -huh. bloodlines or something like that but i know this one came out let's see two years ago it's made by the people that made uh like life is strange and all that stuff Oh, that's, um... Don't nod. I think Square Enix published it, right? That's uh, right. Vampire? No, uh, I guess. I was Vampire, talking about, no. uh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange, I think, is... It's... It is Square Enix, but yeah. Vampire is some other company that I've never heard of. But yeah, I know this one, the Vampire game, one of my friends got it when it came out. Oh, it's like an action RPG, and I think it has, like, okay, it's got, like, a lot of, like, dialogue options, like, all that stuff. I wish you remember, like, that when it came out, or maybe it didn't. I'm looking at the scores right now. It has just a lot of six and sevens out of ten. But I was, like, mm -hmm. weird. I feel like I heard people, like, saying it was good. But then, like, no one 
Yeah. It I wasn't really talked about. I don't know too like, many people that yeah. played it. And then Need for Speed Payback is like, I feel like I couldn't care less about that. But, um, that, and I was curious because I know Need for Speed, they had a new one come out last year that I think was like not good or it was like early this year. And I was wondering if it was that one, but that was yeah. very much wishful thinking because it's like the Need for Speed from 2017. But, anywho, that's a uh, news that no one cares about. All I remember is that I was looking at the PlayStation Plus subreddit the other day, and the Xbox games with gold are like not good either. No, they so. never are. Yeah, but I think the trade-off there is Game Pass. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, the games with gold like really doesn't matter anymore. No, especially if you if you have Game Pass, it yeah. doesn't matter. But if you don't, I guess you still would like better quality out of those games. Does Game but, Pass include like backwards compatible games at must, right? I think so. Yeah, okay. That's really, yeah, I, I was just so. wondering. I remember I was like thinking about this. I had Game Pass like right when it launched mm-hmm. when I had an Xbox. And I think I the only game I really used cuz I'm trying to remember it was cuz it was summer 2018. I think was around when it launched. It sounds right. Or it might have been out for a while at that point, honestly, because I think they announced it in 2017. But all I remember is when I still had an Xbox and I got it, that was before there were, like, actual good games on there. And I remember all I used it for was to play Sea of Thieves for, like, an hour. You know what we forgot to do at the top of the show? What? Google something. No, I Googled, uh... I just Googled, uh... Fuck, like, I don't know, my memory's just so fucked right now. I'm looking, I'm looking up when did Game Pass launch right now, so... I Googled, like, no, no more than, like, oh yeah, I Googled the Witcher 3 review. So, yeah. we're getting two Googles, two Googles, in this one episode. Um, two Googles. Do you find, you find any facts? Yep, June 1st, 2017. Yeah. Because I remember back then it was literally like the first party games that they started launching day and date. And then it was like a whole lot of nothing. Yep. But now they're like big fills. Like we spend the big bucks on it. We buy Bethesda. Damn right right they do. Yeah. All they have to say is that Skyrim 2 is an exclusive, which they never would. But I can I see it. I mean, so here's the thing. I've been like seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter. Uh like regarding like we're just like they haven't come out and like said it'll be exclusive but like they're saying like uh like all of the games on game pass on xbox or pc but like not playstation not like console just like some stuff that could really go either way yeah i remember Um, like there was the interviewer phil said it was a case-by-case basis is how they handle it but i have to imagine it like especially with like starfield my thing with with the Elder Scrolls Six is probably that it's not very far in development. Oh, certainly um, not. They announced it what three years ago, and they're working on other stuff. So I can't imagine it's very far in development. So I yeah. don't think. So I probably they probably haven't started developing it for consoles or specific consoles yet. Yeah. But like Starfield, I could see like oh we've already started developing it for PlayStation. They can probably just be like oh, you know why don't we just develop it for PlayStation and we'll we'll launch it on there. Yeah. And then those might, like, the ones that were already being developed on PlayStation might be, like, the last ones to get released there. Oh, yeah. No, I got that. Did you see, uh, the Starfield leaked screenshot? I didn't. I'll pull it up. I'm looking up right now because I already looked at it, but 
I'm gonna... It seems like there is an update, too. Let's see. I'm gonna post it, like, copy and paste into the Google Doc. Okay. Uh, let's Looks see. like we're getting three Googles this episode. I'm just trying to go, like, I remember I saw it on a thread at some point. La at the end of last week, and then, um... Alright, I don't know if that thread got taken down. <sighs> let's see... Um, I'm just like kind of like quickly looking around just so we don't hang up too much time on it. This is, is like it there was potentially a... the one I'm looking at right now of like a guy that seems yeah, to be on like the surface of a planet or something. Yeah, and there's like a spaceship in front of him. Yeah. Because I'm just seeing with all the threads I'm looking up now are like stuff that's like internalized messages leaking out, like confirming that. Yeah. But I did see that one in a bunch of articles. Because I searched for it like specifically on Reddit to see if I could find the thread. But yeah, looks it's pretty good. Like the yeah. like, quality of the image looks pretty good. Yeah, and it kind of seems like there's definitely going to be, like, more of a survival element to it. Yeah. With, like, there's an O2 meter, I believe. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, obviously, like, there was really nothing to go off of from what they originally showed. Because it yeah. was just literally, like, a space station or ship, I can't remember, like, teleporting out or in. Yep. And people, some people were like, it's going to have time travel for some reason. <laughs> Which I'm, like, here for, but, like, I don't think that that really, like, denoted that. Because right now, like, the best time travel experience I've ever had in a game other than Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Which that's just bias-wise. Yeah. The best time travel experience I've ever had in a video game was either the mission... Either, and they came out, like, a month, within a month of each other, was either the Titanfall 2 campaign mission or... Okay. Uh, Dishonored 2 had one like that. I had never played either of those games. Okay, because it was like, the one in Titanfall 2, I feel like they handle it better, because like, did you ever play Dishonored at all, like the first one? No, I did not. Okay, it's kind of like the like, approach this any way you want, like stealth or, I mean, I'm, I'm doing it a disservice, because those two games are some of my favorites, but it's like, yeah, big, like kind of semi-open situations where it's like you can kill people or you can get him and get out without ki the whole game without killing a single person one, yeah as i say one thing i know about the game is there's an achievement to go through it without killing anyone yeah i've tried doing that before I, and it's like i think one so of my friends fun. might have gotten close to doing it or did it i can't remember i did most of the levels in the first one completely uh like pacifist or whatever but yeah i know just like because the mission in Dishonored 2 was kind of like a big sprawling area and you had this like cool watch thing that was inside of a heart because it's weird. <laughs> yeah. And you could like go back in time to when you're in like a big mansion that's all like dilapidated and you can go back in time to when there was like a big gala there. And that was pretty cool. But it's also like it's it was like a it kind of did itself. It's the kind of the disservice inherently of it is like a mission that can take you up to an hour. So it's kind of like it gets old, really. It's not yep. like it's it's kind of like in that sense, but the one in Titanfall 2 is like a really awesome level where you're in like some robot facility that, again, is like something that's run. It's kind of a similar approach where it's run down, but then you can travel back to when it's in its like prime. But you know how that game has all its like wall running yeah. stuff in it? There's like cool sequences where you're like you jump onto one wall and then in midair have to like go back in time because the wall is like destroyed in the past or in the present. Uh, and it's okay. like cool stuff like that where the fast paced nature of it is awesome. So what I'm trying to say is I couldn't care less if Starfield has time travel in it because <laughs> there's no mechanic that a Bethesda game like could utilize well. 
that could even come close to how they would probably utilize yeah a time travel mechanic. But that's the sucks at certain that stuff. Because even if you look at the say. surface level thing of Fallout Five, that you're a guy from the past that was cryogenically frozen, they barely even handle that. Well, you mean Fallout Four? <laughs> Fallout Four, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, We're not a fake news podcast. Get it together. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But get um, it together. I'm sorry, but yeah, like they. I recently thought about that when I was watching old giant bomb videos of them talking about that game is how like that was such a cool story thing they could have done where like your dude like is cryogenically frozen and he's like, in, like not really. Yeah. yeah. And he's not really like that weirded out by shit. Yeah. And they he, were kind of like comedically playing it. it up. Yeah. Like the first time he saw like he sees like a ghoul, he should like talk to him. He should be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should definitely game... be startled by more things than he isn't. Yeah, they spent, like, a big bulk on the uh, voiceover budget on that, clearly just having Codsworth be able to say, like, 2,000 names or whatever, including Fucker, which I loved. That's pretty dope. That was awesome. When I found that out, that that was one of the names, he would go, Master Fucker. And it was, that's <laughs> honestly, like, the best way to play it. Um, it is. Yeah, but... Uh, Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda. Bethesda proper, at least. Yeah. The Bethesda Softworks. Um, so that's Batman. Uh, that is Batman. Uh, I played more of uh, Resident Evil 3. I was yep. actually, like, about an hour and a half before we recorded. I was on, like, what, if not, I kind of looked a little bit at, like, a guide, and I think it's, like, the second to last boss battle, but it seems like it's just, like, kind of one big boss battle. Mm-hmm. And I got really far into it and then died, and I was like, I don't feel like doing more of this right now even though it was like an hour and a half before we recorded i was like i don't feel like this occupying my time before i go to record so yeah but that means what that really means at the end of the day is i i think when i last talked about i was still in like the first early area so i've at least gotten past that and i've definitely kind of come down on a verdict that it's not nearly as good as the two remake but i kind of feel like that's just based on like the original game yep that it's remaking, so it's kind of not really... Like, I know... I knew... As someone that didn't play the original 3, I knew from seeing stuff online, at least, that there is stuff they actually cut from the original yep. 3. Like, and I guess there's, like, an iconic... An iconic. <sighs> an iconic clock tower scene. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. Where it's just, like, I guess that's, like, the scene in that game that people remember yeah. really fondly, or... It's like, like a, a comparison. It's game. like it's like how there's moments in the original Final Fantasy VII that when people play the remake, they're like, "Oh, this is awesome," because it's like kind of the point of remaking a game is to experience those moments. But yeah, like, where better. it's like your nostalgia goggles go, like, "Okay, when I was a kid, I remember this just being like captivating, and it's cool to see it through like the eyes of like someone that's experienced so many modernizations of games over time to like what's considered modern now." So to see like old scenes, yeah. Like, done... Just to see old things done better, higher yeah, res, better quality. Which is, like, the same thing with, like, movie remakes and stuff like that. But yeah. So I guess that's, like, kind of a weird thing that they cut scenes that were considered iconic. But I just feel like... And I've, I know you only, in passing, played it with, like, a, at a friend's house, right? The two remake? Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely say I'm at a point where I don't necessarily hate... I didn't dislike the three remake. It was kind of fun. Like, it was, it was definitely fun playing through it and it's still more of that gameplay but i guess part of the big complaint is that in the two remake you could play as two separate characters 
and it's like kind of a separate overlapping story with different areas. Yeah. But this one, there are two playable characters, but it's one story that totals about the same length as like not both of the campaigns from two combined, but like on their own. So it doesn't really seem like what I'm trying to say is like I did buy it on sale, but it's hard to recommend it if it's not on sale. Oh, okay. It just probably wouldn't be worth it if it's not. Yeah, I ended up deleting, like, there's the multiplayer, like, standalone game that they released with it to kind of justify the full price, and I ended up just being like, I'm never going to play this, so I deleted yeah. it, but I don't know. I know it was kind of like a Left 4 Dead-esque thing, but not to the full extent. Uh, even I actually have, there. speaking of that, I played a little bit of Left 4 Dead this How's week. How's that holding uh, up? They, so they added, like, an expansion, mm-hmm. and Left 4 Dead was, like, two bucks on Steam. Um, it plays... It plays really well on on my PC. It it feels just like it, it's just left for dead too, which was all, like always very fun to play with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had fun doing it. I I haven't had a chance to like beat the new campaign that they added, um, but I yeah I, I'm enjo- I was enjoying. It. I enjoyed what I enjoyed what I played of it. I didn't even know that they still. So. Was it like an official Valve like? Yeah, like it's oh, like cool. the first update to the game in like years. That's pretty. I'm surprised I haven't heard that anywhere on other podcasts. Like that's pretty. Like it is. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, like um, especially in the same year that Valve like released the new Half Life. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of seems like they just got to get that ball rolling. But I remember, like, I never really got into. I feel like because the orange box like was on. I'm trying to remember, was the orange box ever on PlayStation? I don't know. I don't think I know, so. I know it was 360. Was it? Let's see. Yeah, it was. I feel like there was something weird. It's like we're doing so many Googles today. We are. It's a, This I, is a I, record number of Googles. Yeah. In an episode of the Procrastination Sensation. Okay, so I feel like... Oh, and it was only two months apart. And it's also like really early in that for the PS3 like life or cycle, console cycle. But I feel like there was something weird about maybe even that it was two months early is that there weren't that many people I knew that like had Orange Box on PS3. I didn't ha- I didn't know a ton of people with it on 360 either. Yeah, I knew like at least some people that would play Left 4 Dead on 360 specifically yeah. on it. But like I Left 4 um, Dead, I played a lot with with my friends on 360. Yeah. So, well, could you buy that standalone? Yes. Oh, because oh, what am I what am I even talking about? Orange Left 4 Dead Box, isn't I think even was- in. Yeah, I was going to say, Orange Box, I think, is only Portal and Half-Life. It's Portal, Half-Life, and TF2. And TF2, okay. Yeah, I I want to see now, because I think Left 4 Dead must have just only been on I think Xbox, because that might be what it is then. I don't know why I thought that, I mean, it doesn't really, it's not that too far-fetched of a thing to think was part of the Orange Box, but I don't know, because, like, just Valve with consoles. Yeah, I was wondering, I'm going to be honest, I was wondering why we got, how we got to the Orange Box. Because I was like, Left 4 Dead definitely wasn't in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it never came to PS3. So, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. That makes a lot of sense now, then. Yeah, Left 4 Dead. Yeah, because I was going to say, it wasn't until people my, or, like, our age, like, started getting PCs that I really, like, knew about it. And I, the only memory yeah. I have, I think I played a little bit when I got, when I had my, like, gaming computer, like, briefly when I got it. But yeah. I just have, like, a vague memory of, like, I would literally use my mom's, like, MacBook to play Minecraft. Like, I somehow (laughs) convinced her to let me buy Minecraft back when it was in, like, beta. Yeah. Because, like, my friends had it. 
like a yep. few of my friends and it was like the the mojang or mojang website and you're just like mom, i'm like mom it's just can you can i buy this it's like 20 dollars, and it's like she's like this seems weird yeah no i remember and, that and i remember that was definitely like a rabbit hole where even though it was like not even a macbook pro it was like a standard macbook back when they were still like the white plastic yeah and i would like play ha- our left 4 dead 2 on it on like the lowest settings <laughs> and i have vague memories of playing that and it ran like dog shit yeah that sounds and just right being like my friends were playing on like gaming computers and i was like all right this is fun guys i'm having yeah. a fun time I can't playing this with frames. a wireless a wireless mouse that has like a bluetooth dongle yeah that plugs into my mom's macbook and i was like oh it's running at three frames per second and i just kept dying and, and i, I like, wonder why yeah um <laughs> A hell of a time. Hell of a time. That is cool, though, that they updated it. Yeah, um, no, I, I think it's awesome. Uh, the only I was trying to think, the only other... I did play briefly a little bit more of that ukulele game I mentioned. I still think yeah. it, it is very fun. It's like, it, it is. it scratches that Donkey Kong Country itch. Yes, I actually saw the other day that it's on uh, It's on Game Pass. Oh, I would give it a shot. Like, I don't I know. Might. It's like, it's pretty fun. It's like a 2D kitty kind of platform but like kitty and aesthetic but it's still like challenging enough yeah we're like maybe, still like, maybe i will it is immediately got... gonna get overshadowed in f- mere 40 minutes from now when i hope this podcast is over when and crash I can, drops like yeah because i yeah i wanted to wait that i noticed this has been a trend now where it's either like betas or demos even because tony hawk this is another activision game but tony hawk did this as well where it was like you pre-order it and you get a demo yeah which is kind of like i don't know i get it i get that it is a marketing thing like no, there's no better way to put it like that's right. like you have to pre-order this to play a demo with you have with to tony pay hawk, for though, the game in like, order to play it early or whatever yeah but well, it's like demo. it's like how demos used to just be demos so it's like yeah but they are like pre-release demos so i get well, like, it and everything demos but, used to be like hey check this out for free and see if you want to buy this game yeah and now Which, it's hey pay full price for the game and then you know you can play some of the game a week early i also do feel like though that demos didn't ever really used to be like pre-release in most cases like i feel like demos would be out when the game comes out that's yeah i wouldn't really be able to tell you honestly because i like the only demos i really remember playing were honestly like mafia yeah there was like yeah oh yeah that one i'm trying to like because i have like demos like don't exist really anymore no at all and i was They've been to completely think... replaced by beta and like well it's because everything has an online component now and it's yeah. like but i was gonna say though too is that like the tony hawk demo because w- my main point i was gonna bring up is i never like really pre-order stuff until like the coming days before it like right same I'm pre-order digitally because i just hate getting charged like 63 something with tax and then the then now i wait like it just it doesn't seem like a point really yeah whenever i which whenever i do that i if I pre-order something really early in advance, it's almost like uh, like I didn't even spend the money after like a month or something. Yeah. Like I just almost feel like oh that money's gone. Yeah, like because it it might just be my like fucked attention span too, where I'm yeah, like I, I want it, it now. That's part of it. Yeah. That's part of it, but it also just kind of feels like I don't need to spend this money now. Right. There's no there's no reason to in most cases. Like, yeah. Which but like. Um, I was going to say that the Tony Hawk one was an even like better example of that, where I think I did strap by it like that Thursday when we were, when we were Dude, recording I, a podcast. I literally bought time, it cause... at like 1150 that night. 
Because, yeah, and it was because the demo for that was literally just the warehouse from the beginning of one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, this is, you could, there's only so much you can do in there. <laughs> that I was like, and it was also the warehouse with no, like, objectives. So you could right. fuck you around. You can't even collect, like, all the stuff or, or hit, like, the combo scores and stuff like that. Yeah, no stats or anything. So you're just playing yeah. with, like, beginner stats as Tony Hawk. And, yep. But I did buy yesterday because they said you could play it at 9 o'clock today. It was Crash 4, and I played the demo. And I thoroughly, I absolutely enjoyed it. I was going to say, like, thoroughly doesn't even kind of encapsulate the way I felt about it. Like, I really didn't have a complaint with it. Because, like, did you did you have a background at all with Crash before they did the insane trilogy? Cause Not I, did, really. Did you even I, didn't play even, that? I didn't even play that. Okay, because as a kid, I never owned and I never had a PS1 to begin with. Right. And I think... I can't remember if the PS2 Slim that I have was at the point, because I knew they did this with the PS3, where the original PS3 was backwards compatible and then the Slim versions going on weren't. So I don't know if I even had the option to play PS1 games on my PS2. I probably could have. I don't know. But yeah, I never owned any of the original trilogy games that are the ones that like the diehard fans will always say are the best. But I did have some of the PS2 ones that were non-Naughty Dog ones and was like, Oh, these are completely fine or whatever, especially Twin Sanity, which gets a lot of, like, shit, I feel like, because it's the weirdest one. But I liked it yeah. as a kid. And then I'm trying to think, because even timeline-wise, the reason I wanted to get these ones to begin with is I had, like, a friend when I was in, like, kindergarten or preschool that he had a PS1. He had, like, older brothers. And I would play the first three Crash games, like, obsessively whenever i was over his house and right. they were so hard back then and like still they're still pretty hard like they're challenging yeah. i so basically like culminate that it was like i never owned them enough to be like okay i can sit down and play this at my like leisure and like fully experience it so i was like super excited when they did the insane trilogy and i beat all of them like love them for what they are as like older games that are very much of their time but still hold up in a way Especially yep. with, like, a fresh coat of paint and everything. And then, obviously, Crash Team Racing, when that came out, that's just, like, the, the best. Like, it's just, that game is, that, Crash Team Racing is, like, if you made Mario Kart require more skill and be less bullshit-based. Yep. So, obviously, I love that, too, but, like, I... I uh, yeah, the, the thing I've heard about Crash Team Racing is essentially that it's just, like, a, a more diff... It's, like, more difficult to be really good at it. Yeah, like, it's a lot harder to master. Like, I'm very good at Mario Kart, but there's, like, still the layer of, like, bullshit, which, like, it's not... It's beating a dead horse, but the blue shell. Yeah. That whole mess and how the way that... Uh, like, just kind of, like, the rubber banding or just the way that the algorithms and the, the way they coded it were how... Where you're placed and what types of items you get and how you're inherently in last place, you're going to get items that are just, like, fucked. Like, the bullet Yeah, that are shit. really good. That's, yeah. like... It just kind of, like... There's... It almost, like, favors being bad at it until, like, the very end of the race. But Crash Team Racing is, like, if you're good, you can easily stay at first place basically, like, the whole time. The entire time, yeah. Yeah. But, so, like, that's, like... Kind of like once they did that game, I was like, I mean, there had been talk about how they were most certainly going to eventually do another Crash Bandicoot. Like the people that did the insane trilogy would kind of continue it from there, especially yeah. when 
they did Seems a like free they turned DL- it around pretty quickly. Well, yeah, and the the thing that was like a big telling thing about it was that I think it came up first on PS4, the Insane Trilogy, and I think it was a year later was when it launched on Xbox and Switch. On other things, yeah. And PC. And at that time, they released a free DLC that was, it was two levels, and one was a, like, iconically lost level that in, like, making of videos and stuff, there's references to it and, like, them playing it, and it was just, like, too hard or something like that. Really? And so they recreated it. And there, that was one half of the, like, free update. And then the other half was just a completely original level that they made with, like, the Ooh. assets and stuff. And so people were like, oh, this is what it would be like if they made a new game. Okay. And so, like, I was, like, kind of my expectations for Crash 4 were kind of, like, tempered with that in mind. Where I was like, it's probably just going to play, like, the Insane Trilogy, look just like it, not really have that much new about it. And yeah. I remember when they started showing, even the, the reveal trailer for Crash 4, I was like... First of all, they are, in terms of, like, not that the storyline is, like, super rich or something like that of the, the Crash lore, but it was kind of funny that in the original trailer they for 4, there's, like, a line that's definitely a cutscene in the game where they basically say, like, oh, all the games after 3 aren't canon. And they, like, make a joke about it that's, like, this is called Crash 4. Like, mm-hmm. there's the first one, the first three are numbered, and then there's a bunch of ones that weren't... God forbid we talk about Crash of the Titans, where they fall... <laughs> fall so far from God's grace, <laughs> but uh, I remember when they first showed that trailer, I was like, all right, cool. It's what I expected. But during like the state of play that was around one of the first episodes that we recorded of this podcast, where they showed that game more in depth, I was like, oh, wow, this like is like, it's not just kind of c- continuing. Like, it's not like we yeah. just took, they took already what they did with the engine. They were like, all right, let's just make more levels. Like. They really did, and this wasn't until I sat down and played the demo. Like, it does feel like they didn't just do that, and that they took everything that's great about the original trilogy, which, like, they would know it better than anyone right now because they just remade all of it from the ground up. And then modernized it with, like, not only just, like... I mean, I don't know if you heard too much about it, like, watch anything about it. Not really. They have, like, two modes you can play it in. That's one's called classic mode and then modern mode, which is the default. And modern yep. mode is, like, you can just, you have no lives and you just, it has, like, a death counter at the top. But it's, like, you just play, it's the way most games are now. But then there's a classic yeah. mode where you have lives and it's still, like, every 50 wampa fruit you collect you get in their life or whatever. So there's, like, that right away. Um, That kind of, like, immediately sets the tone that, like, the default modern setting is, like, all right, they're not... They're making this accessible. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. With a lot more checkpoints, too. But they add, like, not only... I'm trying to, like, contain my thoughts right now because I didn't really plan this too much to talk about it, but... Yeah. Like, they added a mechanic of... Which they kind of had in one of the PS2 ones, which was, like, I'm assuming in the context of the game, it's after you beat, like, a set of levels. You get these masks that give Crash, like, an ability. And in the PS2 one, it would be, like, you have the double jump now. You have something like that. But these masks, they aren't just something that you have equipped at all times. And you can select which ones you have. There's parts in the level that you'll see the mask floating around and he equips it when he gets up to it. And for example, in the demo, there's two of them. Which I think I've heard there's four. But one is for like a five second increment, you can slow down time. And there will be like platforming sections where it's like ice falling down from like a frozen waterfall. And the ice oh. is falling down. You press R2, you slow down time and you have to quickly like platform across it or okay. there's enemies that attack really fast in a way that's like 
this is clearly you have to slow down time and kind of jump over their attacks or whatever. Yep. Stuff like that. And then that one was already cool, but then they do something that reminded me of, um, have you ever played the game Quantum Conundrum? <laughs> I haven't. It was kind of like people com- like compared it to Portal. I think it came out in like 2012 and it was definitely like an Xbox arcade okay. type of game where it was like you could... But like it was the the four triggers where like your character could enter these four different dimensions, and I remember just like one everything's heavier, one everything's lighter, and it was like puzzle solving, yep. based on that. And so there's one the one other mask in the demo is like it's a toggle like R one goes in between two like dimensions or whatever, and it's like you'll see the boxes that you would normally jump on or like things you would attack are like outlined in the one you're currently in if you switch to the other some stuff is now outlined some stuff's there if that makes sense yep so there'll be like a sense. ton of boxes and one of them will be like one of the nitro crates that will just kill you if you hit it but then like some of them are regular boxes and so there's parts where you're like running and toggling back and forth and it's something that i was like i didn't expect this kind of stuff and knowing that there's like they implemented these cool new mechanics and like i said they're like specific parts of levels that are, that yeah. are like you have this ability that it's clear that you're like okay this is intentional that this this part is gonna have mechanics around it. it's not like it's overwhelming that you're like oh i have all these abilities now should i be using this one something like that yeah which i feel like is like a very modern approach to things like that and when you're giving a character new abilities like i've kind of noticed a lot of games is like it's not super handholdy but in a metroidvania style game or something like that in a modern setting, it feels like they don't really like if they're giving you a ton of powers, they're not they don't want you to be overwhelmed by which one you're supposed to be using. Right. Which I don't know. It's a lot of these things that are adding up that got me like just super excited for it. Yep. And like I said, that comes out now. It's a half an hour from now. Oh, get excited. Um, I think this is probably the most excited I've been since Ghost of Tsushima, which that's not saying wow. much for releases, but yeah. I only think I was pretty excited for Tony Hawk for what it is, but that was also like I was pretty excited for Avengers. Oh, it, oh that's that's true as well. Um I don't know. I was going to ask this for you too. Speaking of Avengers, have you played it at all? Much? Not really. I um, feel like I just fell off. Me too. Out of nowhere. They I they at some point announced, I can't remember if we talked about this uh, on the podcast, but at some point they announced that they were making everything single player. Uh, or like a bunch of the multi, they're like a bunch of their like data essentially said most people are playing single player. We're gonna make all those multiplayer missions that have story. We're gonna make those single player now. Oh, okay. Um, which I thought was kind of annoying because, like, the thing is, most people are playing single player first because they want to beat the story before they do those multiplayer missions that have story in them. Yeah. Like you're like the reason your data is showing this, like there's a correlation here, like. People are trying to do this first so they can get to this other thing second. And do you I just, know if like, I wish they, they specified done that. this data being from like the Avengers Initiative mode? I don't remember. Because I could I... easily see that also being the case. Because like it is, they are segmented in different modes. Because I noticed yeah. that at one point that when you're on like the multiplayer the Avengers Initiative. Well, I knew that to begin with, but when you're on the war table, like at one point, because um, like they're gonna add like the little campaigns for the new characters or whatever. I forget yep. if it's like you on um, PS4. It was like you press 
it's one I finally realized like what the objectives menu really has for you of like different quest lines. Yeah. Then I noticed that there was like, it was either like up on the D pad or something was like, would you like to switch? Like, I don't know if it was like specifically like what they considered it, but I noticed right now the only two things were like Avengers initiative and then like reassemble. Yeah. But it had stuff that's like the grayed out, like the next one is going to be like the Hawkeye or the Kate Bishop one. That will yep. have extra missions associated just with that. And I don't know if that's necessarily like a good or bad thing, because it kind of seems like that might just like make it even more confusing. Yeah. Because I, I noticed like... that there were separate missions that I didn't see when I switched back to like the campaign mode. Mm-hmm. For that me, were like multiplayer missions, but I think I'm really only only gonna go back to that game when they're adding new stuff. Yeah, that's where I was gonna say I'm following on. Because like I I, like, played a lot of the missions, even, like, the beta. I felt like I had played a, a good chunk of that game after beating the campaign and playing some of the beta as well. So, yeah. like, once I beat it, I played multiplayer a little bit with some buddies, and then I felt like I could kind of just move on. Um, so I kind of yeah. dropped it, and I'll, I'll come back to it when they add new stuff, but I think, uh, I think I'm, think i like, kind of good with it for now. Yeah, I kind of, like, started to realize that I think I'm suspecting that I will, like, pick it up and drop it off every time there's a new character basically yeah because i think i'm i think i'm in the same boat yeah because i kind of hit a point where i was just playing like i had done almost every mission then there's like the hive missions they're adding that are kind of like the stronghold type things but they all have like you they require you or recommend like a really high power level and so i was just kind of replaying a ton of missions as like thor who's my just to get your level up and then I was kind of like, why am I doing this? Like, it's not necessarily fun. Yeah. And I also just don't really... Ha- None of my friends, I don't think, got it. So I don't really have, like, a friend... To play it with. Uh, like, a friend to play with. Because Kyle, like... Yeah, I think the fun in like, played the, a doing bit, the yeah. grinding would be playing with other people. Yeah. So. And that's why I feel like if I have friends that eventually pick it up or something, maybe. Or Kyle was, like, saying to me the other day he wants to, like watch we were talking about how there's a ton of mcu movies that he hasn't seen that he wants to like watch because he didn't oh, really, really get super into watching them because we would go to midnight releases all the time like yep. once civil war i feel like was out which i feel like is a lot of the Did case you... for a lot of people but so do you guys have disney plus yeah just someone yeah uh did. did you see the feature they added no what is it they added a party mode where... Oh, we can watch with people. Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. Yeah, I saw that's there's exactly other stuff are trying to do that. And like, cause Netflix used to have that on Xbox, and like your avatar would sit in a theater with your friends' avatars, and like yeah, you'd I all just that. watch the movie on like on a screen essentially. Yeah. I like loved that. I'm just was so disappointed when it got taken out, because that shit was so much fun just to watch like a shitty movie at two a.m. with like some with some friends. Yeah, the brief stint that I had a 360, I, like, remember that. And I honestly haven't thought about that until now. You mentioning it. I loved it. And me me and all my friends, we still, like, will do those parties. We just, like, sync up our, like, if we're watching a movie on Disney+, Plus, we'll just sync up our, our, like, streams of it. Or someone Mm. will stream it in Discord, and we'll all just sit there and watch. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, like, I I am bummed that they got rid of it. And I'm glad that Disney+, Plus is, is doing it. Do you have, like, a friends list, or is it just, like, a link you send to people? I think it's just, like, a link you can send to people. Okay. Because one well, of my cool, buddies though. tested it. He, like, I was working, so I couldn't just sit in and watch the movie. Yeah. But he sent, like, a, a link in our group chat, and I clicked it. And then it brought me into his group on my Disney Plus app, and it said, like, waiting for host to start. And then oh, I was like, okay. oh, I gotta work. So yeah. I just left. 
I don't know what, like, for some reason I thought that that story was going to go towards you saying that it, like, started playing while you were in the middle of working or something. No, that would have been funny, and though. did you see my text earlier about uh, how I was at Cumberland Farms and yes. I went to try to use Apple Pay on my phone? Because, obviously, for the listeners out there. Yep. I went to use Apple Pay on my phone, and I've been listening to Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, in my car. And my volume was up all the way, I guess, on my phone from when I was using it before I even <laughs> left. And for some reason, it just started playing at full volume while there's, like, while there's, like, people in line after me. And there's, like, one register open, and I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to just get out Duck of here. Duck and run. Yeah, yeah I basically just, just like, paid. I was like, have a nice day. And then I was like, I might not go back here for a couple weeks. Yeah. Lay low for a bit, but... <laughs> just ha- go to your safe house for a little bit. Yeah. Hide out. Yeah, but... I, uh, what did... Did you listen to the most recent episode of Sacred Symbols? Yes, with Dustin. Yes, what did you... I was gonna ask you, what did you think of Dustin? Oh, I love Dustin. I I like Dustin, too. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't... I, like, listened to, like, ten minutes, and I was like... I was like, that's not Chris. Yeah. And so I just, like, turned it off. No, it's funny, because it, like, gets... They go for, like, a really long time, too, and I would definitely yeah. say listen to the whole thing. I already had listened... I've never listened to his, like, personal podcast that he does with um, Mr. Maddie Plays, is the other yeah. guy that makes content for Colin's yep. YouTube. But I did listen. They did earlier this year for Sacred Symbols Plus. They did a Persona 5 Royal spoiler cast. Yeah. And since neither Colin or Chris were going to touch it with a 10-foot pole, they had them do it, and I was like, all right, I could listen to these guys. I have watched some of Maddie's YouTube videos, and he's pretty good. But yeah, I did enjoy watched, that episode. I watched a bunch. I've watched a bunch of the stuff that Maddie's done on SideQuest. Yeah, and I think it's really good. For nostal- um, for like, it's weird. It's not even like a long time nostalgia thing. But the other night, I was bored, and I was just watching some of Colin's old videos before he just basically only personally did the podcasts. Yeah, and like I went back and watched a couple like OG. Politics? That's what I was gonna say. History and politics. I went back yeah. and watched some of the like. OG CLS videos, and I was like, damn, that was such a like interesting time. I still remember the day he left kind of funny when we were roommates. Dude, same. And I, I remember was that like, day. I was like, dude, because I don't think you weren't really super. I, that uh, when we lived together was like the peak of of the amount that I watched kind of funny. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like, a ton. And again, like I only I dropped off from them so hard after he left, which like they still yeah. do like interesting stuff. And it's like it's not like I disliked them or had any, like, grudge towards the whole Colin thing. It's yeah. more that I've just been more, like, selective with stuff I'll, ca- I'll occasionally watch of theirs. Yeah, but. I, um, I like, I, I definitely feel, I was going to say as I've gotten older, but I'm fucking 23. Yeah. I just, but, like, lately I, I find myself being very selective with what I watch on YouTube. Yeah. Or just, like, in general. Like, I'm, I'm much more aware of, like, what I'm doing with my time. Yeah, like, I I'm not just going to gonna sit down and, and watch something for, like, an hour because, like, it's there. And also, also, you don't have to, like, I guess, sell yourself short by being, like, growing up, oh, I'm only 23. Because, like, today I was, like, explaining to Kyle, like, after we were reading something about the Spider-Man remaster. And I don't know if you saw that about, like, the... Uh, oh, that Jamie Foxx might reprise his role or whatever. Oh, I don't, I don't know that, but just that oh. the Spider-Man... PS4 oh, remaster and how they yeah, changed his face and yeah. how people are mad for no reason. The reason yeah, is that I hate, I hate that people yeah, are mad about it's that. It's because it, it the face looks more like the actor, and that brought up me explaining to Kyle about how cool it was to me that the a PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game was voiced by the guy that played Ben Ten, 
And then I was going to show Kyle like a cool video from Ben 10. And then I had a moment where I was like, I'm like literally 23 years old. <laughs> and I'm like going to explain my like to my 21 year old roommate. Like that's not a kid and we're not children. Like being like, yeah, you might find this cool like I do. And I took a step back and I was like, this, this, I'm 23. This shouldn't be cool to me anymore. Right. It's not that it's genuinely cool to me anymore, but I was like, I have moments like that occasionally where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, and it's also probably granted that I'm like finally almost actually done with college. So I don't really have that experience of being like out of college. Yeah. I do that as well. I'm deeply like afraid of that. I do that as well. Though like, um, like I, like I do the, like, I shouldn't really be doing this. I'm 23. Yeah. But I like at some point I also feel like do whatever like do whatever the fuck you want do what makes you happy. Yeah. And if ben, and if watching cool Ben Ten videos makes you happy, you do whatever the hell you want to do. Well, nothing truly makes me happy. Yeah. Well, join the club. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if they made a Sly Cooper Five, you might be might. happy. Cause Sly Four, I remember was like, or Sly Four came out around the time that I was starting to understand what it like what it meant like to be depressed. Yeah. And that was like a good bump for a bit. Where I was like, there's a new Sly Cooper and it's not bad. And then that was seven years removed from where we are now. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of going? trials and tribulations in between. Yeah, I'm sh- I that just, I know there are. Yeah, so I'm just like, just make a new Sly Cooper. And on that note, should we move on to the, the main topic? topic? The, yeah, because Crash Bandicoot comes out in 15 minutes. And I can't, yeah, we can, I mean, we can cut this one short if you want to. Well, I, we'll get through this topic, and then I okay. feel like we're pretty much done. I I look for any questions this week, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, let's do it. The main topic that we uh, there's uh, I mean, the way I've been editing these is they come out almost a week after we record. Yeah. I can probably I could probably do it sooner. There's really no reason, but at the time of recording this, they did a Super Smash Brothers reveal this morning that yep. me and my roommates. Uh, decided to wake up this one wasn't as early because the quick anecdote i'd like to bring up of how what it's like to be disappointed about these sometimes when they're early early ish is that i do remember the one that they announced i won't say the character yet but the one that was right at the beginning of this year 2020 i remember it was at 8 a.m and i remember i woke up i woke up at 7 30 one morning like viciously hung over this is like (laughs) january and i like drove to like dunkin donuts and i wouldn't even say because i'm not like i would never like condone anything like like this so i'm not trying to say that i was like it's not like you wake up and you're like oh i still feel drunk or something yeah like you were in a state where you can drive yeah where you're just kind of like out of it yeah right just like drove to dunkin donuts and came back and i was like that just all is very cloudy to me right now like i was definitely very coherent i was not driving under the influence it's just like it's also partially it's like i woke probably slept for like five hours and i woke up and i was tired but i was like i gotta get food if i'm gonna be coherent for this smash reveal and then it ended up being another fire emblem character (laughs) so that's the story that is to to set this up was that we me and my roommates a couple of us were like i mean this was like 10 p.m 10 a.m whatever 10 a.m it's not it's not crack of dawn like it's not that one that one's still at that point i'm up for like three hours (laughs) every day which like I'm I am still like I'm not like the type of person that sleeps till like I'm probably not gonna have a hard time adjusting to like once I'm working. I genuinely wish I could sleep till like eleven p.m. still. Yeah, I, can't I never do it had anymore. I never had like a problem with that really. I but, can't like, do it anymore. Like yeah. 
I just I wake up at seven or eight every day. Yeah. So my body on the weekend is like, all right, seven or eight o'clock, we're getting up. And now yeah, I, that's like I can't where sleep till like ten, and I hate it. I want to be able to sleep in. Even I still like get anxiety about not setting an alarm for like specific stuff, even if it's yeah. like I'm working at two or whatever like that. But I'm yep. like, I even if I don't set an alarm, I get up at like probably at the latest like nine. So yep. that this one today wasn't that much of like a uh, an issue. It wasn't as, it was much of a jarring thing. And I also wasn't getting drunk last night or anything. Yeah. But I, so we woke up, got Dunkin' Donuts. We came back and we were like, all right. And one of my roommates was like, oh, they said it's only going to be like a short thing and that they're not showing the actual gameplay until like a later day or whatever. So we woke up and I'm happy to say I was not disappointed by the announcement that was Minecraft Steve, which not that this was like a insanely far fetched character, but I still feel like to the masses kind of was. Wasn't it rumored for a while, though? Well, it's always just been since, like, Microsoft started playing nice with Nintendo, and then especially when Banjo and Kazooie joined, people were like, they're going to do one of the other Microsoft characters, and it's going to be either Master Chief or, like... I think it was always, like, people kind of subconsciously felt like it was plausible, but, like, didn't want it to be or something. Right. And so, I don't know, but I've, like, like always said they were going to add him. And I don't even mean to be being like, oh, I was right when everyone else was wrong. But, like, it seems like a lot more people than I expected were, like, caught off guard by this. Yeah. But I was kind of like, I don't know if it was one of those things where it might have just been my own, like, echo chamber of, like, constantly saying to my roommates or something, they're going to add him one day. And then everyone's like, no, they're not. I I remember you saying, you were saying that all the time. Yeah, like, I I feel like I must have been saying that even when, like, Smash 4. Yeah, I remember remember you saying saying that uh minecraft steve was coming yeah and everyone i don't Pretty regularly. Yeah, i guess i guess i can say i'm a genius then i guess so i do have to say though that before we get into like the actual just discussion about it is that i did see a really good tweet today where someone right before their e3 showcase last year when there were still four more characters to be revealed for the uh yeah. the game i'm trying to think is yeah oh, let me just like do i'm trying to think of this out quickly like mentally yeah because i guess the only one that wouldn't have been included in this was terry when there were four characters left is this person just being like no matter who they announce for smash today people my people are talking about their wildest like dream characters their predictions just don't be disappointed if it's not true and this was like tweeted back in like june 2019 and the four images the guy included in his tweet were like the hero it was literally like everyone but terry and men in between (laughs) it was literally just like uh it was in order, like, Banjo and Kazooie, and then Hero, which is, like, that's out of order, but whatever. Because, and then it was Byleth, like, the male and female versions, and then Steve, Minecraft Steve. And he just, like, quote Steve Foster, me. actually. Yeah, I know. I made the awesome image for that today. Good. I was not, I mean, I don't know I if think you saw actually, the I, I think I Instagram. scrolled by that on Twitter or something. I tweeted it and put it on the Instagram, and it's a really okay, poor Photoshop. I like, I did, like, a really low-effort job of removing Steve from the image. And it's, like, <laughs> I was going to post them, like, side-by-side side or whatever, and then I was, like, oh, it's way more noticeable when you do it side-by-side. Side. And I'm glad I didn't because people seemed to think it was funny. So, but, but anyways, that kid, like, quote tweeted that today and just said, I am God. <laughs> and I was, like, dude, straight up. Like, I, if that was me, I would have been, like... People like people are like, yeah, because all the replies are people being like, can you please say that this character will be in Smash? <laughs> and, but anyways, uh, we watched that trailer live, and I remember it was like the second 
Mario like cascades through that like wall and it was like the particle effects. My roommate Kevin was like, "Oh, yeah. it's Minecraft." There were particle effects and then I like the the thing that tipped me off was I heard a bat that was Minecraft. Yeah, cuz it's like, like showing the like the glowing eyes. Was. It was me when yeah. I just literally saw I think I already like I don't think Kevin said it out loud yet, but I think he he kind of like said yap or something. So he didn't it's not like me getting tipped off from him saying it yet. But it's the second I saw the glowing eyes, I was like, oh, it's Minecraft. Yeah. It's Steve or whatever. And I, then just, it was I like, heard like a bat noise and I'm like, oh, that that's a Minecraft bat noise. And it's like, like a little squeak. The thing that's hilarious too, that's kind of like the sub prediction, I guess, of like as reveals are going and that if that makes sense where people are like, it's in some cases. He's like making guesses as it's of, being of stuff that's more yeah. so even beyond Steve being announced. So it was before yeah. they even showed they would have the alt skins of being like, Obviously, it was like they're going to do Alex as like the female option yeah. for the playable character. But then like it was before they even showed the zombie yet or Alex. Kevin just made a joke and he was disappointed and he was like, oh, I was hoping it was going to be the Enderman. And then when they just go like the Enderman, There's an Enderman. Yeah. we just started erupting and two <laughs> of our other roommates were still asleep. So it was great. And then but also the fact that they like that still image that I think you text me about was visceral that I like started like screaming was the image of Snake looking out of his box at an Enderman. That was like, <laughs> the Enderman's this game, eyes. This game is, like, insane at, like, what it has come to. <laughs> Where, like, Solid Snake is staring at a Minecraft Enderman. Yeah, I think the text I sent you was, was uh, Enderman versus Snake is the crossover that everyone needed. <laughs> It's just like fucked up to think of where so this game weird. is now. Where I want to say like, the so total weird. roster has got to be cr- approaching like eighty now. Yeah. Because I want to say when it came out, it was like seventy-two, like on release. So they got to be. They're getting up to eighty. Yeah. And so like you just think about like the bizarre. Because a lot of it in the older games it used to be like way more first party. Like they never had third party shit until Brawl, with Snake and Sonic. Yeah. And like. You think about some of the third-party combinations now. Because what I'm saying is, like, you used to get not necessarily jaded, but kind of just, like, being like, yeah, sure, a Pikmin and Captain Falcon are standing next to each other. You're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, they can spe- equally punch each other. In the subspace, in, the, in the, the brawl story mode, when Captain Falcon jumps out of one of his, like, jets and, like, murders a ton of, like, Pikmin by just landing on them and sliding through them, and you're just, like, as a kid, you're like, huh, neat. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, we're hitting a point of, like, critical mass now where, like, like, you're like, oh, like, Cloud from Final Fantasy is, like, standing next to, like, an Incineroar, and then, like, <laughs> they're hanging out with Joker from Persona 5 that's not even on Switch. It's a PlayStation exclusive. And yep. now, like, fucking the Minecraft guy it's is just standing there. It's very bizarre what, what Smash has come to. Did you watch the full video, too? I watched Beyond the trailer. I think I okay. watched because Sakurai afterwards basically just said, like, a quick thing of being, like, Saturday is when we're going to do the thing you guys are used to where I inhumanly play against myself with a controller in both hands. Yeah. Which he's, Which like, a, he's a god. Shit. No. Yeah. Stop that. That man needs to be revered for, like, the man he is. Where he just <laughs> he, nonstop you must works. fear him. What? You must fear him. No, he's, like, a benevolent god. Oh, okay. Like... I view him in the way that, like, I view Rivers Cuomo, where there's, like, a little bit of fear, but it's, like, a healthy fear that religious people, like, go, like, oh, you had a fear god to like him. It's, like, a, like you, it's more of a love than a fear. 
Yeah, there's like a little bit of fear where like at any moment something scary could happen. Like at any moment he could just add another Fire Emblem character. <laughs> or at any Jeez. moment Rivers Cuomo <laughs> could be like, we're making Ratitude 2. It's like the same thing. Where I'm like, I love so much what you make, but I know you have that inside you to just be chaotic. <laughs> you have chaotic energy. Like I know you could just release another song called Where Is My Sex. <laughs> and like, or collab with Lil Wayne again. Oh, and we like, need it. Yeah, but everyone needs that. But I, the thing, reason I brought that up is because he's like, I'll, I'll do my like in depth thing on Saturday. It was probably just a scheduling conflict, honestly, because this came out. They just said yesterday that this would be airing tomorrow morning. Yeah, as I say, they announced this pretty like quickly. It yeah, was a pretty short term that they. And um, did this. right when it cuts to him, like the the video, because that was more pre recorded too. Like obviously, it was just him in person, and yeah. his like, let me like. I gotta like post this picture in the Google Doc. Is this like one? Do you? I've definitely mentioned you the account Wario sixty four. Oh, I f yeah, I, I know that account. Did you see his tweet about it? Because I think you told to me this, told me this morning or mentioned to me that there was something wrong with um, Twitter this morning. Yeah, my right? Twitter yeah. was like down for a little bit. Okay, it seems like there was like a, um, kind of like widespread kind of like outage on Twitter of some sort. Because he tweeted and said um, that there was Twitter was down during it. And he's like, I'm just going to add tweet this one last picture. And I just put it in the Google Doc. Is this was Sakurai right when they came onto the video of him? From it's in the, <laughs> the bottom now. And that like says it all. Like, and it literally, he kind of even just goes along the lines of being like, I didn't want to put this in, but they wanted me to. Yeah. Because he said that all the DLC characters for Smash, it was like Nintendo proper like chose for him. Yeah, and in most right. cases that, he was like, "That's yeah, kind of." That I think he kind of wanted to do that because it kind of put him out of like his comfort zone. Instead of picking yeah. characters he had in mind and being like, "How can I make this a move set?" Mm -hmm. It was kind of like more of the challenge with that. But he was yeah. kind of like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know." <laughs> they wanted me to put Minecraft Steven, and it was kind of a lot of work. And here we cause, are. Because I don't know if you saw like I, there's not really much we can say right now about like the move set. Uh, but like the fact that there's like light building mechanics in his moveset, which the yeah, blocks seem to like disappear. They start yeah, to immediately it, do like the breakaway. It appeared as though it. he could like build stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm but also, they, like, they really did. Weird. He had like a crafting table he dropped down at one point too. Yeah, but like, he was he was like placing blocks and like it looked like his up B might yeah. have been like block jumping. Yes, and so. You would assume that it's, like, based on a grid that is, like, overlaid over the stage. Yeah. And he said that, like, they had to go retroactively into every stage and kind of, like, add in, like, a grid. For the way blocks would work. And there's, like, a hundred stages or whatever in that yeah, game. Yeah, that's a lot of work. And so he was like, yeah, we kind of had to do that. And it wasn't, like, fun. <laughs> but <laughs> they approached me and they were like, put Minecraft Man in. But I don't know. I'm, I am personally think it's cool. I'm, I, I was cool. going to say I'm personally excited for it. Like, I think it's cool. I'm more excited definitely than I was for, like, Terry, Byleth, Hero. Like, in that first pack, I was only, like, genuinely excited for, like, Joker and, and Banjo. Joker, when they announced at the Game Awards, me and Dan, because Dan still hasn't even played Persona 5 yet, but he was, like, a big Persona 4 fan. But yeah. I had played 5 almost its entirety because I never beat it until, like, the Royal came, version came out this year. Which is yep. like still, I think, is one of the best games I've ever played. But so when they, even when playing a ton of five when it came out, when they announced Joker for Smash at the Game Awards, Dan and I both like lost our shit. 
Because that was so fucking... Because it opened with the Nintendo logo, and it was very much like the Persona 5 aesthetic. And it's like a year and a half after the game came out, me and Dan were like, oh, they're just announcing it's coming to the Switch. Like, cool. And then they just announced he's coming. And, I was and then like, it's Smash, yeah. And Reggie was like, yeah, expect a lot of that for this DLC wave. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. But oh, no, I'm excited I miss for Reggie. this. Yeah, I do miss him, too. I was talking when me and Kyle were going to pay our rent today. I was just telling him the story of Reggie <laughs> <laughs> and how awesome it was. Because because we want I showed him the announcement thing for. Uh, yeah, uh, the new character and everything. And just explained to him how, how like just like cool Sakurai is and he's mysterious. And I was mentioning yeah. to him how cool it was when Reggie was like joined Nintendo and he came out with a Nintendo DS and just said, hi, I'm Reggie and I'm here to kick ass and take names. <laughs> and I was like. I was like nine at the time, and I was like, he swore in a Nintendo thing. You can't do that. Nintendo yeah. doesn't make games with swears. I still think he probably like got in thin ice for that, and it wasn't scripted, and it's awesome. But yeah, I don't know. I think before we Reggie's uh, an absolute G. Yeah, now he's a board member for GameStop. Yeah, GameStop, which is failing. Yeah, well, they definitely like paid I him think, a ton of money. So. I think my biggest regret in life so far is not. Like, buying stocks in GameStop, like, even, like, two or three years ago, maybe four or five, and just, like, shorting them. Because everyone, like, I, I feel like everyone that played video games saw this coming. Like, saw GameStop like, just tanking. I took, like, government and economics in high school, but what exactly does shorting mean? Is it just So, like shorting a stock essentially means you buy a stock... Uh, but your investment in it is that you think the stock is going to tank. So you think the stock's going to go down. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of like investing in a stock to watch it rise. Okay. You, you sh- when you short a stock, you think it's going to go down. So the further it goes down, the more money you make. How does that work, though? How does investing work? Well, I mean, like, what, as it's going down, you make more money? Yeah. That's just beyond me right now. It's yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know exactly how it works, but it's not wanna, like making the money wanna, off of get, selling it. If is you want to get one or? of my friends who majored in finance on on the podcast, no, I don't care enough. <laughs> I just don't know. I had I tried using Robinhood for like a month, and I was like, and I'd never. I have to clarify. I did not spend more than like five dollars in Robinhood, and I was yeah. Like, I, I but. Uh, before I move on to the like last segment I have, um, I don't know if you've ever seen me retweet or post on my Instagram stories. Like either there's the account the hard times or the hard drive, which is kind of like a the hard times I've heard of. Yeah, so like hard times was the original one. They're very much like a clickhole, like satire type thing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the hard times one was originally like music, like specifically like punk scene. Yep. Stuff, and I feel like. They were around for like a couple of years, and then they made the Hard Drive, which is like a video game based one. And I feel like that's when they kind of like blew up a lot more. Yeah. In terms of like viewer or reader base, because it's like it's like Clickhole, where like they post it's like f- headlines for like a very t- clearly satirical thing, but then there's like an article they wrote that's still satire yeah. behind like the link, and they um like the recently, onion. Yeah, oh, I was trying to think of what the other main one was. I don't know why I can think of the onion, but. Exactly like that. One of my favorite subreddits is not the onion because it's it's scary. But um, yeah, I uh, they recently the hard times like launched a new like branch that's called the the hard or hard money, and it's supposed to be like a finance based 
satire one. And one of the best ones I've seen so far was the other day. And I was like, I actually like laugh when I like read it was that it was like your one friend who used to constantly talk about how he was making a killing on Robin Hood, seemingly not talking about it at all anymore. <laughs> Cause I was like, there was weirdly like this like stint in one of my group of friends where Robin Hood kind of became a thing recently because yeah, it was my, me and my friend that also works in the seafood department with me at star the guy that like does sushi, like makes sushi with like it's like a third party company that they like have yep. a partnership with. We always had like random guys do, but now we have a guy that's like a couple years older than us that speaks like really good English or speaks it borderline. Like he's pretty much speaks English fluently, which the last few guys like Didn't. it was like you couldn't really t- have a conversation with them or whatever. <laughs> and he one day was like. One day I came in and he was talking about Robin Hood and he did the thing where you can like refer a friend and you both get like a free stock or whatever. Yeah. And we kind of like, it kind of like spread from there where there was kind of like a group of friends that was like minorly invested in that, no pun intended, for a, a brief yep. stint. And I feel like everyone's just like not, doesn't care about it anymore. <laughs> and that just resonated on a level with me where I was like, that's just so funny though too. I think but I have I some recommend. friends who use it still. Yeah, I know a couple of them still do, but it's never, like, any good things to say about it where they're like, oh, I just right. sell my shit because it's just not going to get better. But I figured, <laughs> yeah, I figured uh, we could uh, end this episode just by kind of, like, brain. Eric decided to be a complete asshole about it. Okay. I, no, 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 well, no. Don't defend answer. yourself. No, no, Don't defend yourself. Eric, I was like, what if we just picked four characters that would be our, like, dream not even realistic four <laughs> characters. People we want. And Eric fucking posts in the Google Doc, I have four bullets. And I'm a man of the people. One of my answers is for the people, because I care about you, you people that listen to this. Eric like doesn't give a shit about this podcast. He's either A, always talking about cyberpunk, B getting high right before the podcast, or C when I'm trying to prepare the podcast. Eric just posts a link to a YouTube video and I go, Oh, is it a character? And then I click on it and it's just a video of Earl's sweatshirt just saying I don't care a bunch. I still don't care. Don't care. Would you like to? Would you like to fucking make your piece I, right now to our I'd listeners? Like to, I'd like about to go how first. How you care about this? Okay. I'd, I'd like to go first. All right. Um, all four of them are Waluigi, and that's my answer. That's a fucking shit answer because you clearly knew when I said one of mine was for the people. You're like. How do I save face really quickly? I know. I make all four of my slots, Waluigi. So they'll, they'll think I'm Listen, one man, of them. Listen, man, I thought of this 20 minutes ago. You're a piece of shit, Eric, you know? Uh, you know what? You're not wrong. Give me three other dream characters that if you would like... that. What? All right, let me put this in words that your pee brain <laughs> would understand. Well, obviously, all Is the characters from are... Cyberpunk... Shut the fuck up. I know this narrative I built plays... Uh, <laughs> fucking You dumb built this narrative, shit. man. This I one's did. on you. I did. But um, put it, let's put it this way. What are the four... Because like, in a lot of cases, like we've hit a point of critical mass, like I said earlier, where like, other than like Steve being added from Minecraft, like there hasn't really been yeah. that many in the last like chunk that have like... Since last year's E3, really. That's like the type of thing that you watch this. And even if you're not, I know I'm in a case where I'm watching with like roommates that are invested in this, that are going to like, not necessarily, we're not like cheering or something like that, but being like, like Oh, like something like that. Like being like an audible reaction, anything other than like by when you're like, Oh, come on. But like, what are like four characters that would get you like excited? If they added that you're like, you're like, I couldn't have expected that. 
I feel like Master Chief would be one of those. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't play a ton of Smash. Really, the only times I play it are when I'm playing with other people. Um, I like there were some that I saw online that I thought could be cool. Uh, one that I'm like surprised isn't in the game is actually Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it definitely has like a weird. Added him yet. I feel like that, honestly, if, I, if I'm going to be perfectly frank with you, I think that would, like, shut down the internet for a while. You think it would break the internet? I think, like, Sakurai is, like, afraid to do that. Yeah. Because, like, he knows that it would ca- it would cause, like, an insane, like, hate war on Twitter. Twitter would be a mess the day that was announced. Because you would have all <laughs> these people coming out from, like, with their, like, not let, I'm not, I don't want to shit on anyone but I also have to say this to the guise of someone that, like, wanted to just buy and play through as much as, like, I don't know how many endings there are of these games, but play through Kingdom Hearts 3 from start to finish. And I had to give up when the current objective was to collect 300 crabs. Oh, my God. In the Pirates of the Caribbean level. I was, like, into it as much as I could be. For the most part, anytime a cutscene was getting more into, like, the... uh not even necessarily, because I guess there's not really that much Final Fantasy type shit in the new one. It's just kind of like that. Because, you know, it's either like the Final Fantasy type characters or like Disney. But then yeah. they would have Final Fantasy characters show up in the old ones and some of them. Anytime it was like the like, and uh, for lack of a better term, like anime type characters in a cutscene. And there wasn't like buzz from Toy Story there to constantly be like, this is really weird, right? <laughs> like I would just skip the cutscene. Because yeah. that's, like, I didn't skip a single cutscene the Toy Story level. Because anytime, like, weird guys in robes showed up and, and like, Rex from Toy Story would be like, that guy's from a video game! Because he kept seeing a trailer for, like, a fake Final Fantasy game. And I was like... Yeah. So as someone that tried to do this, and I don't even... And so it kind of sounds like a bias towards this stuff. When I say that, like, there would be, like, two sides of this war, there would the people be the people with anime avatars coming out and being like, I am alive. Yeah. I have... This is who I am. And then you would have, like, the casuals that are, like, anime bad. Bad. And they would just start, like, fighting on Twitter. And I feel like he <laughs> knows he can't do that. So. I think. Um, I get what you're saying, though, that it, like, is weird. Yeah. I think a couple, like, uh, I could see Shadow being added. Yeah. But he would just be Sonic, basically. I thought they were going to add him when they announced Echo Fighters. Because yeah. there's no way he wouldn't be an Echo Fighter unless you went into his, like, canon and his own game where he has guns. Yep. And when you win a match, he just goes, damn. And, I mean, that's as far as I can, like, think. I can't think of a ton that I would be like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe they just did that. That's amazing. Okay. There, no, uh, there aren't really a lot of those for me. I So I have my four, my four and I changed once I kind of, like, repositioned the question. Because originally I had, like, just as a joke, being like, just add another link for some reason as one of mine. But when I kind of reposition the question, like, what would make me, like, lose my mind, kind of? Yeah, I think you, you have a couple really good ones that would absolutely, like, break my brain. So, like, in order of, like, magnitude of, like, me being, like, this would make sense to least making sense. Yeah. That's not how I have it structured, but that's just kind of how I'll do it. Because the one that makes the most sense in this list to me is the Dragonborn. Because even though, and I honestly think that kind of like, because they See, were that already definitely the least locked sense in. to me. Well, no, uh, not until I tell you what I'm going to say is mine at the end. Okay. Okay. Because it has like, it's possible, but it's like, 
it's kind of even more of a cult following than Waluigi. But so like yeah. Dragonborn, I would have said even to begin with, like they were putting Bethesda games on the Switch. And honestly, I feel like, but these characters were already decided before, like right before they announced the DLC pack. They did that both times. They said they're already locked in, like yeah. what we're going to make. But I honestly would like say like it would have, even if that were not the case, I feel like the Bethesda acquisition from Microsoft would have made it even more likely. Because then they like Nintendo yeah. now a lot. Not that yeah. they ever really hated them. But so Dragonborn, I feel like, is the most likely on my list. And then, like, the next most likely, and this is going to speak to the quality of the one I won't tell you yet, is Waluigi. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I think Waluigi the, was most likely in my book of the four that, or of the three that I'm able to read from you. Because honestly, I could I could see a world where the... Because they've already said... I mean, as they don't want to, like hate themselves they could do another pack but i don't think they straight up said this is it but it was implied that they're like we're doing a second pack so be happy but i could see a world where because we still have four more that waluigi is the final character they had to smash ultimate yeah and that people wouldn't be disappointed yeah i could definitely see that okay so we have that and then i think my next going even less likely is Duke Nukem. And that's one that I think is like my person. And honestly, I don't even love Duke Nukem really at Duke all. Duke Nukem would be pretty cool in Smash. Though. But I just think I just like have this like exact moment in my mind. I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but that I've like literally I, set actually, this in my mind. We were talking about demos earlier. One of the demos I used to play every now and then was like the Duke Nukem forever one. Oh yeah. That first level. Yeah. Bad game, but <laughs> I have this dream where you get that, like, you know how those trailers always start where it's like the smash logo and you get the shing and then yeah. it's, it's a black screen. All right. Yeah. There's been a couple of them where it's like a black screen for like a while and it's just kind of ominous. Like what's going on? I have this dream where you get that little intro, the screen's black and then you just hear the flickering of a lighter and then there's just like a little <laughs> orange glow and then it's just you, you see a stogie that's lit and you see smoke blow, blowing out and then like. Duke Nukem just walks up and just goes, kept you waiting, huh? Hail to the <laughs> king, baby. And then they Dude, just go like, Dude, that'd be awesome. Has, and then like literally his, his splash screen would say something along the lines of like Duke Nukem. And then like underneath it would say, has no right being in this game. And then they would do it. <laughs> All right. And then this is going to be very quick. But my final one that like there is... People make an argument because people, you know, there's all the far-fetched characters like people put, put Shrek in Smash because they did do yeah. the ballot at that point, which I missed that when they Smash 4 where they did like a ballot you could vote in. Dude, I wish that I like want them to do, they should do like try or they should at least try and do like, like a like fan suggestion ballots. Well, that's, see, it's like, too late for that. To get the rights to out of those or whatever. Yeah. But it's also like they, that's why Bayonetta ended up in the game. Yeah. And then I think Cloud was also part of that, I believe. Yeah. Those two. But, so, like, the whole argument is that there was all the meme ones, because they never released the results, but they would only, when they added characters in, they were like, this was, this character was number one in the world. Like, yeah. They didn't release the explicit results. But there was always the inherent thing where there was all the campaigns to get, like, Shrek in. And people were like, they, won't, they definitely won't release the top ten, because Shrek is probably in there. So, oh, like, for sure. So that stuff, people rule out, it's like, it's a very broad thing. It needs to be in a game and not just like a movie license game like Shrek. But that's why I say the one that would actually genuinely like break me as a person, but I still think it is like even remotely possible is Goku. Oh my God. 
That'd be a huge one. That'd be... No, because the thing is, is, like, there are, like... Especially recently, like, a lot of Dragon Ball games again, and especially that Dragon Ball fighting game. Yeah, there's a Dragon Ball-style like fighting game, yeah. That's, like, pretty big. And they're, like, still making DLC for it. And I'm not... I didn't really... I grew up tangentially watching Dragon Ball from, like, I didn't watch being Dragon at Ball. friends' houses and watching occasional episodes and not really yeah. necessarily enjoying it. But I still think I'd probably lose my mind if they were, like, Goku joins the battle. Because that's, like, the Shrek magnitude character that, like, people were, like, it'd be funny, lol. If they put Goku in, but he's like, they have a lot of Dragon Ball video games, so. There are, yeah, I, that'd be a, that's like a very plausible one, I think. Yeah, I don't know, I fear. I could see them doing it. I just want Duke Nukem in the game, it'd be, it would, I would, that honestly would probably break me more than Goku, if I'm to be honest, I guess, but. Because that'd just be like, fucked. If a character in his most recent game, like, it opens with you throwing poop around. <laughs> and then it's revealed that he's playing a video game about himself where he's just getting blown <laughs> by two girls at the same time, which I don't I still don't understand, really, I guess. I don't know. I'm pretty naive, I you guess. Know. But, um, You're just not cool enough to, to ever do that. And Duke Nukem is. Yeah, because, like, I, the closest they've gotten to a Duke Nukem level of, like, this is kind of too inappropriate to be in here is Bayonetta. Because, like, when Bayonetta uses most of her powers, that, like, her hair manifests as something, she's just, like, naked. Yeah. In the games, but it's always like you can't really see anything because it's still <laughs> a game, but like, especially in Smash. But I was like, that's. And she has guns. Duke Nukem would just be great, though. His final yeah. Smash would just be like, he reveals that he's playing Smash, like the beginning of Duke Nukem Forever. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know anymore. Like, Minecraft Steve being in is like, it's kind of opened my eyes to being like, I mean, I, that's like the thing is like when Banjo, when Joker was announced, I was like, it's not that the other, not that I didn't end up enjoying the characters that were in the first pass, all of them. I enjoyed them. I didn't really like Hero actually playing him as that much, but Joker kind of set a stage that I was like, it's only going to go up from here. And yeah. while I didn't really like the announcements of some characters, like I didn't really care for the announcement of Terry at all, but Terry was really fun. And yeah. like, I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up is what I'm saying, but like Minecraft Steve sets a bar for the next four. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what else they have in store. I'm going to make my prediction right now so that I can be like a god again when like when Minecraft Steve was added that my prediction that no one else is going to believe and that I can feel like a genius when it happens is that Mickey Mouse specifically from Epic Mickey will join the oh. battle. And that's just never going to happen, but if it does, like, I want this to be the record that, like, I don't know. Hey, we've got it recorded. Yep. If it happens, you're an absolute genius. Yeah, yeah. Time is a construct. All right. I want to play Crash Bandicoot. Is there yeah. anything else you want to say? Uh, I think that's all I got. All right. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.